Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Romance at a Glance. I'm your host, Bridget, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Shani. Hi, Shani. Hi, Bridget. Ready to talk about this week. Yes, today we're reading Hate Notes by V. Keeland and Penelope Ward. We got this book recommended to us by Marta, one of our dear patrons. Thank you for recommending this, Marta. Yes, thank you. And, and as a, a trade-off, she said, I cannot talk shit about this book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't promise that, so buckle up, Marta. <laughs> She's like, if you read it, I was like, okay, I'll read it first, and then I'll tell you. And then I said, now we're just going to read it. <laughs> I lied. I lied. Not on yeah, purpose. I lied. <laughs> uh, we are talking about this book in book club. If you want to chat with us about books and all things every month, we meet on the second Sunday of every month at 6 p.m. Central Time. And you can go to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance or just click the link in whatever description of whatever app you happen to be listening to this episode on and uh, come join us. It's a fun time and support the show. Yes, so come support the show because you know we need support. Like we need support. All the support. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Shani? I just decided because you said yeah. titties, and I'm going to tell you. Um, so you know, I've been wanting to get a breast reduction for legitimately my yeah? entire life. Are you doing um, it? So I, <laughs> I went down a deep rabbit hole of watching people talk about how their life changed. And I've been wanting to do this forever, but my kids, I think, are old enough now that if I do it this winter, it will be okay. Yeah. Because I didn't want to do it while they were so little that I want to, like, pick them up all the time. Um, but I think this winter, they would be okay if, like, for a month, mom could not pick them up. I think they would be, they would understand yeah. and, like, comprehend what was happening. So, um Basically, I'm going to start like laying the groundwork with my physician because I think they're going to have to like, you know, they have to like note all the stuff on the charts and you have to go back for referrals and whatever so that insurance will cover it or most of it, hopefully. Um, So I'm going to start like laying the groundwork this fall and winter and and I don't know how long it takes um, in my state, whether it's like three months or six months or a year or whatever. But I'm gonna start the path, Johnny. So these big old titties, itty bitty titties like you. And I'm gonna get little baby ones. You're gonna have tickle little baby ones. That's gonna be cute. (laughs) I'm gonna go as small as they let me go without getting. Honestly, like without getting like a double mastectomy. Like I'm talking like a cup. Like if they let me get an A cup, I will get one. If they let me get a B cup, they're gonna. I think they'll let you get. I think they'll let you get a B cup, and that'll be good because you'll end up with a C cup. Like everybody yeah, I know who exactly. had a reduction exactly. kind of grew one more size afterwards. So sure. I think I think your boobs are trying to replace themselves. They're like, what? Come back. A hundred percent. Especially but, my like my boobs, I feel like will grow back. Grow back. Yeah. But, but I'm uh, like, yeah, as small as you can do it. I'm excited to like run down the street without holding my boobs and not think about what bra I'm wearing and wear cute sundresses and not look like I'm trying to star in a sundress form video. And <laughs> just like try on regular shirts at the store and just have them just all fit. All fit. Yep. I uh I uh be magic. I think this is gonna be good for you, Bridget. I like magic. this for you. Will we will be titty titty sister? Yay, itty bitty titty sister. My booty will not grow to your size. I will start doing aggressive amounts of squats and weightlifting, but it will still never be as big as Bridget, you should funny. definitely do that so that we can be on our legging game. You know what I'm saying? When you when you you and your homegirl get together, you put that shit yeah. in some tight ass leggings and you just okay. walk. Okay, it's the Miami walk. Walk around. <laughs> 
just walk around, get a coffee, maybe Light bend around. over, drop something. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Put a little platform <laughs> on, you know, just a, anything, a little bend Plat- and snap. I will, I will probably not wear platforms, but I will wear tight leggings. And I first of all, spots, so. you got to wear platforms, but the cheat is the platforms are not actually heels. They're just one That's level. True. There's one That's level. That's true. That's true. I'm imagining like, us on like cobblestones, but we'll probably be on a sidewalk. So it'll be fine. No, we're, I um, can't do that no more. Those, that ship is it. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that's fun that we're doing this month is we are doing a watch along of red, white, and royal blue. So if you want to come hang out and watch it, um, you don't actually have to be a paid subscriber to Patreon to watch with us for that. Um, we're just opening up to anyone who wants to hang. The link is on Patreon though. So if you go to Patreon, you'll see our post and it has like a little uh, watch along link where you can add it to your calendar of choice and sort of put your email in there and then it, and it will send you how to log in on the day caveat you do have to have your own amazon prime uh video subscription so take that as as you will depending on what your subscription status is to all the things uh shall you ready to get popping i'm ready to get popping girl let's do it romance at a glance uh-huh. romance at a glance what you saying now? romance at a glance go ahead girl so today we are talking about Hate Notes by V. Keeland and Penelope Ward. Shani, tell us a little bit about the narrator. Okay. Well, one of my favorite narrators, and it's funny because I call him my favorite, like, I call him my favorite narrator, but sometimes he's not. So anyway, his name is Sebastian York. He does a <laughs> lot of things on for audio. Okay. And, uh, and Lynn Barrington. Okay, so it was like that dual POV, which in general, I don't like. You don't like. No, you don't like. Okay. Um, But they both did a fine job or whatever. The reason I don't like Sebastian York in this book specifically is Mm -hmm. because, okay, here's the deal. (laughs) (laughs) There's There's some voices to me that belong in like in darker romances. They belong in kinkier romances. Mm-hmm. His voice is so deep. It's chocolatey. It's velvet. It is, it is like a yes. rumble in your ears that just makes your clothes vibrate off. So in this book, when his character is a little <laughs> bit of like a... It's just, he, he just got slightly more fuckboy energy than I, than I would care for for that voice. Do you know what I mean? It's just... Okay. It's just Copy. like yeah so it's, there's nothing wrong with the narrator it's just that like for this story i was just like it's a, the vibe don't match the vibe you know what i'm saying that's all that's all that's all i gotta say about mm. that. you know mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. okay uh, what did you think of the cover like when you saw the cover and read the description which is basically that charlotte was cheated on by her fiance so she leaves him and as she is selling her wedding dress at a consignment store um, they have not gotten married, but as she is selling her wedding dress at a consignment store, she stumbles upon this gorgeous dress, which has a note sewn into it, like a love note sewn into it. And it makes her believe in love again. And she tracks down the guy who wrote the note. And it turns out he's this like super fancy real estate broker. And she goes, she like <laughs> sends in a fake application to see one of the houses so that basically so she can meet him while like yeah. drunk off her ass. And he accepts the invitation basically because he knows it's fake because they do a background check and he wants to chastise her for wasting his time. Which, and also like, she, seems wrote, about, like, but she wrote whatever. like the funniest yeah. answers in her thing. She like, did write super funny answers. She said, know. yeah, like her job was um, a dog surfing instructor or something <laughs> yes. like that. 
and that her favorite thing was like D's nuts or something yes. like that, which I was yes. like, that's, that's good. Uh, um, anyway, so what did you think? What did you think based on that? Based okay. on the fact, oh, and then he becomes her boss. Mm-hmm. Cause she's like, Oh, and little did I know it was my boss or something like that. So he becomes her boss. So what did you think based on this cover hit him with it? <laughs> well, okay. So if I talk about the cover individually, I like the cover. Okay. It, it's simple, like clean, and it, and it implies, right? It this implies. cover, this cover, it's like Sebastian York, his, the way I feel about his voice, I feel about this cover. Like, like yes. it's a quiet, calm, I'm white button down, couple buttons unbuttoned. Yes. He's staring at you. Yes. He's relaxed, in charge. There's, there's, so, mm-hmm. there's something I love about a calm, relaxed, in charge, right? Hell yeah. Like, like, I don't like feeling erratic in that dominant space. I, I like whoever yeah. is going to be dominant to be really controlled so like that's what i get from sebastian york's voice that's what i get from this cover entirely so i really liked it It, if we're talking about if this cover tells me what we're about to get into the answer is absolutely not the answer Uh, is absolutely not absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) guys this cover sold me a dirty dirty boss employee situation dirty, dirty boss this, covers, this cover sold me like i'm talking like early christina lauren like fucking someone on the conference table up against the glass like she leaves yes. him without him coming like they're mm-hmm. having sex yes. and Sarah was like that is what i'm talking about okay yes. that is mm-hmm. what i'm imagining is like mm-hmm. panties and pockets and like blowjobs and getting spanked at the office and whatnot kid and vibrators Yes. Hidden vibr oh hidden vibrators. Yeah. Well, ooh, shiny. This <laughs> book is not that. Okay. This book is not. I cannot I cannot say it enough how much this book is not that. And usually we wait to the end to read a review, but I'm gonna read this one because it so carefully sums up how I feel. Um it's from Holly at bookbinge.com and she goes, Love question mark snort. This book was tolerable at best. <laughs> everything was happy and roses with charlotte on the one hand i admire her spirit on the other hand her constant turning of the cheek especially when it came to read was kind of annoying he was so mean to her and she would forgive him for everything even without an apology i didn't get it and i was like yeah Yeah. like like so the grant his grandma owns the company that this like big real estate company she sort of runs management he runs like selling properties and she becomes an assistant and works for them both and the grandma is like trying to get them together which i was like i love that i also wish there were more notes because you know my catnip is a hundred percent people writing text messages Mm -hmm. emails letters back and forth to each other while flirting like that shit i eat that shit up for just like i love that trope but he only sent her like two notes throughout the whole thing yeah and his final note to her i was like oh that sucks (laughs) i wanted it to be so good and it wasn't and i am so sorry marta because this book did not do it for me I really want to, he, the only reason, okay, I'm going to like totally spoil everything, obviously all the time, you guys, at the very end, she has gone on this like trip to Europe to do a little self-discovery. And one of her things on her fuck it list, which we'll explain in a minute, is that she wants to have sex with someone on an overnight train in Europe. 
So she goes on this train and then the grandma's like, oh, I think she took that other guy, Blake or whatever, with her. The only reason he goes is because he thinks she's with another dude. She even says when he gets there is the only reason you came because he thought I was with someone else. And he's like, yes, well, no, well. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Like I was so mad that he didn't have even at the very end, the agency on his own to go choose her. Like it would have been so much more romantic if from her POV, she gets onto her sleeping car and they're like, Oh, you've been upgraded, ma'am. And she's like, what? I didn't pay for that. And they're like, come this way. And then they open the door and he's sitting in the car like that right there. Okay. That's effort. That's him finding out her travel plans, upgrading them. Cause who doesn't love an upgrade? He's millionaire, billionaire, whatever. So like Mm -hmm. throw some money at the problem shows he did the work you know what i mean he looked at her list mm-hmm. he made it happen yep. he's gonna fuck her brains out on this train not oh my grandma told you might be someone else and that's why i'm here like that was the whole book his brother might be going on a date with her so he just gets in the way she goes to a very innocent friend lunch and runs into someone she knows and he sends her flowers because she's a hot single lady yeah. and he's like you slept with him, didn't you? What did you do to earn these flowers? I would have stomped on his dick for that. That is so rude. Anyways. <laughs> what are your thoughts? It opened, I will say that it opened really well. I liked the opening. Okay, so the premise was okay. very good. So here's the deal. When you get a book written by two authors, sometimes I feel like you get two books in one. Right? Mm. And so the reason I was like, the reason like i had i had said like oh okay we'll read the book if i hate it we won't do it for the the podcast but when i started Mm -hmm. reading it i realized i had already picked this book up like a long time ago i don't remember when because you know my temporary internet files delete pretty quickly yeah um but i was starting to read it and i was like oh wait i like maybe i read this book before so but i realized that i did read this book before up to about halfway and then I don't think I purposely DNF'd it. I think I Mm -hmm. just stopped reading it. Um, So like when I logged into my other Audible account, because I wanted to buy my partner's name, wanted to buy because I got a lot of credits. Um, I logged into the other one. I saw that I had stopped reading it about halfway through. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because the book shifted. It took like a, a tone shift. It took a feel shift about halfway through. It got kind of depressing halfway through. It got so depressing. <laughs> and I was like... I was like, what? I thought it was going to get, like, raunchy, finally. Yeah, and it got too, it got too real life. And then it it got too real life. It got too real life. So basically me. what happens, you guys, is it? she tells him pretty early on that she was adopted and that she's always, like, on her... So they make these fuck it lists, which is... Base, it's not a bucket list because it's something she wants to do now. She doesn't want to wait till forever. She wants to, like, just do things. Like, go skinny dip in a lake at, at night and, you know, have sex in a train car and, yeah. and yada yada. And one of the things on there is that she wants to find try to find her birth mom. Uh, or birth parents, I guess. Um, and so, unbeknownst mm-hmm. to her, he has his private investigator that they use for the business um track down try to track down her birth mother and he eventually finds her and then this dude calls and is like you guys need to get to texas right away because she's in the hospital in a coma unconscious dying will be pulled off the vent so she doesn't get to meet her i mean she gets to like see her semi alive i guess um but doesn't get to meet her, doesn't get to say, like she gets to say something to her, but doesn't get to like have anything said to her. She does get two brothers out of it who are cool. So that's nice. 
Um, but then she like goes into a depression because she kind of feels like she was too late and blah, 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 uh, which is obviously makes complete sense. And also she's sad because she's in love with this dude and he won't just nut up and love her because he has multiple sclerosis and he doesn't want to like tie her down for his life. And she's said multiple times, like, that is not an issue for me. I believe in sickness and health. We'll have a lot of good years. I would rather have the good years than never have you at all. And he's like, I discount your whole worldview and everything you're saying is not true. Cause I, <laughs> I know better. Um, basically you're naive. He says she's naive a bunch in the book. And I'm like in his own mind. And I'm like, Ooh, that's yes. fucked up. Um, the book started. I thought it was a great premise of like finding a note premise. and her getting, and, and like the hijinks. Okay. And it was funny. It was very and funny, it was funny and okay. quirky. And I loved that. Okay. And it really mm-hmm. felt like it felt like one author wrote it, handed it off, and one author finished it. And uh, I don't know if that's the case or not, but that's how it feels. And yeah. so all of that happened in the beginning. I loved it. Great, great premise. Her yeah. meeting him, grumpy sunshine. I'm okay. I'm I'm there for yeah. it. Whatever. The redundancy of his of what's going on, that was a little too so, annoying for me. Also, yes. like the heaviness, I want one heavy thing in a book. If there's going to be a heavy thing in a book, I want only one. Okay, but it was it was a, the lady stealing from them. Okay, oh, yes, I forgot to about protect that. her her dying grandchild. <laughs> the the adoption. Okay, and the yep. MS. Okay, any yep. of those on their own is fine. Any of them is fine. I don't and she got cheated on by her fiance. And, and yes. his fiance left him because he had MS, and she was yes. like, "I can't handle it." Yes. <laughs> which like which in general i honestly i honestly i don't know i kind of hate that she left him because he had ms or that whatever or that whole situation yeah. that happened i wish she was like a workaholic I, or something yeah like like i wish that it was like that it was he was a workaholic maybe he found out he had an ms after she was already gone or whatever and now he's mm. seeing the value of life like I got to live my life. Otherwise it's, you know, or whatever. And then he's having a realization. I don't know something else, but it was very predictable. Like, Oh my God, she doesn't like me because I have a mess. And then whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Too many things, too many things. Okay. Many I don't things. want my books. I don't want that heavy. It, it's post pandemic. Yeah. I need light. <laughs> I, I need escapism, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm just shocked. Like, like you said, like this book was obviously was literally written by two people and it felt like it was written by two people. The first like third of the book was pretty light. And then the middle third was heavy and the final third was heavier. And I'm just surprised that it also wasn't. So like if the book is going to be heavy, I need the romance to be like Kira Knightley shouting at Mr. Darcy in the rain where they're breathing in each other's faces. And there's just like, the tension is just like through the fucking roof. Like I need there to be something to bind me to this. Either they should have fallen. He should have been all in earlier, but in the back of his mind, been worried about the MS or then her mom dies. So then it like, she's depressed. She doesn't know what she's, you know, whatever. I don't care, but maybe they should have actually been together earlier. I felt like it took too long. Like, Bro, the, I'm not gonna for lie to you. The whole, the whole finding the adopted mother and then she's dying thing killed me. That, me that, too. That killed. Like I was like, and see, <laughs> like why couldn't have why couldn't have just been like she's like I'm finally gonna start looking and why couldn't he have just said 
I've been, my private investigator has been looking for the last two months because I knew this was important to you and he just can't find anything. Yeah. Like, why couldn't have just been like, sorry, it didn't work out. And then she's like, you know, I can't believe you do that for me. And he's like, I'd do anything for you. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then they try to make the epilogue like really light. Like she's sculpting him naked and he has a ring tied around his hard dick. And I was like, this is not, you can't wrap the book up like this. If you're trying to wrap that, like I thought the scene at the daughter's wedding was a better wrap up than that scene. Yeah. Cause at least that one was very heartfelt yeah. and they had gone a very heartfelt route. So like, if you're going heartfelt, like hit me in the feels, I want a gut punch. Like I want to be crying. I want there to be, I want to be squeeing. I want my cheeks to be red. I want to be like feeling all the feelings. Yeah. If you're going feelings or I want to be feeling all the sexy, if you're going sexy. And I feel like they tried to like bring back some cute banter. And I'm like, that's not really their relationship though. It just felt very off to me. Yeah, I did like the scene where he danced with his daughter though. And he like was in a wheelchair and, and then like had been working hard so that he could dance with her for one dance. And then he immediately gets back in the wheelchair because that is, is obviously very touching and, and does happen. Like there's a lot of cases of that where someone like, drops their crutches or their cane or gets out of their wheelchair to walk their daughter down the aisle. And obviously yeah. that shit is very emotional, but anyways, I don't know. I, I just like it. I'm going to just hit you with a number, Shawnee. Cause I think you're going to be astonished. Hit me with a number. 33,000 people, almost 34,000 people have rated this on Amazon and it has a 4.5. And on Goodreads, it has a 4.1, which is obviously lower, but Almost seventy-one thousand people have rated it. So That's wild. It's it is wild. Um, but it's, to me, okay. So I, I read it. A lot of people, people DNF this book. Um, it's like it's like a mix. Right? There's a lot of people who loved it. It's I feel like it was a lot of like one star or five star, like mm. not a whole lot of like the solid in between to me. Um, for me, this is a potato chip book, right? Like it wasn't a mm-hmm. DNF. But it was like a, it was a cute little feel good. I do wish that the ending had not gotten as deep as it did because potato chip books don't get deep. That's what the author needs to know. The author needs to know when they're writing this book, they go say, is this a potato chip book? Because if so, it don't need to be that goddamn deep. That's it. See, I don't think they thought it was a potato chip book. Well, they should have known. They should have known that was a potato chip book. It was a potato chip book. <laughs> That's not a book that goes into the permanent files in your brain. Okay? That is a clearly temporary yeah. internet delete file book. Okay? Like, know, you, read, you read it on the plane. That. You read it on the plane, and it's perfect. You go, you make it from, yeah. from California to New York. Boom, you're done. Yeah. You know what author this made me think of is um, Max Monroe. Have you ever read Max Monroe? I don't think so. I have to see a cover. So she writes um, romantic comedies and like contemporary books and has some boss employee stuff. But her, I feel like the, but it reminded me of it because her books are sometimes deal with like heavy topics like one of the people's widowed or whatever xyz things that are happening 
but the banter is always there. Like the lightness, the fun is always there with the romance and the sexy times. Yeah. So, and I feel like that was, I, I thought that's what I was going to get into in the first couple chapters. I was like, Oh, okay. Like I'm here for this tone where like she's silly she gets drunk one night and then it's like you know what fuck it i'm gonna go i'm when am i gonna see a 12 million dollar apartment again in my life never i'm gonna go check this one out yeah um and so i was like oh this is gonna be a fun one um and then i was like oh they're gonna have some like it's called hate notes so i thought he was gonna leave her a bunch of hate notes yeah and he only left her one note and it wasn't that mean (laughs) And I was like, Wasn't he's not enough. nice to her a lot. And he like deflects a lot and like does a lot of boneheaded stuff. But, but um, also, I so- was like, I wanted there to be more notes because I love that. But anyways, that's kind of the author that it reminded yeah. me of at the beginning. I think also like there's something about when you read these books when you're younger and you haven't dealt with that many boneheads where you can like, mm. accept some of the stuff in a book. And then as you get older and you in real life deal with just idiocracy, something yeah. makes it so hard. That's why I have such a hard time sometimes with, with reading romance now because the like mm-hmm. guys are just such boneheads that like I can't yeah. suspend my disbelief. I'm always like, oh, he's stupid. Oh, he's stupid, baby. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And also like, I don't <sighs> want to fix your emotions. Like get a therapist. Yeah, yeah, like what yeah. are we doing here? This is contemporary romance. Like you're rich. You have access to healthcare professionals for your mind. Um, Yeah. And then there was also that like religious element thing that was sort of in it, but not fully in it. Like he, one of his things on his list is that he wants to join a choir. And so he goes to this, like she finds this Brooklyn like church choir um, and he goes one day to like listen to the auditions and he's like, everyone's too good. I'm like, there's not one choir in New York. Like there are plenty of amateur choirs you could just join. Like yeah. it made no sense to me. And then he has this like conversation like multiple times with this guy who's like volunteers at the thing. Who's like, are you going to join the parish? And then he's like, oh no, I don't even know why I'm here. And it's like, yeah, you do. You're here for the fucking choir. What are you talking? What are you talking about? You're here for the choir. Um, but then it doesn't end up becoming. There's no button on that. He doesn't join the church. They don't join it together. He doesn't find his faith again. He just like eventually he sings at his daughter's wedding 23 years later. And I'm like, it took him 23 years to sing. Why? He could have taken, he's rich. Again, I I hate to bring up money, but it really can get you a lot of access to things such as a vocal coach, such as a choir. He could donate so much money. They just let him into a choir. Like he could, he could put out a casting call and make his own fucking choir. Like (laughs) the whole church thing. I was like, oh, is this going to be a religion? Is this a sneaky religious book? And I didn't. I thought so too for a second. I thought so too for a second. But then the plot goes away and I was like, oh, okay. We never revisit it. Okay. I do. I, I think I have PTSD from that one book. That I will always that have one book. That one know. book that got it. You us. know what book I was thinking about though from our early podcast days is what? Rock Hard by Nalini Singh. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Barely. Where he's the ex rugby player and yeah. they're in New Zealand and he's her boss and she's like very skittish um, because of some past trauma 
and he's like a very domineering like dominating bed partner but they actually like communicate what she needs so that that he can fuck her in a way that he wants to which is dominating her but also in a way where she feels comfortable and he's like always checking in with her and it's like super hot and steamy and they like remember it was like three months of them like dancing around each other and flirting and like the emailing and the phone calls late at night. And then they were having phone calls late at night where they're masturbating and it was crossing all the lines. And I was like, anyways, yeah. if you guys have not listened to that episode, I mean, you're yeah. gonna have to scroll way back in the catalog. Cause it was in our first season, I think, or maybe the second season of the podcast. Um, and also uh, I highly recommend that book. Rock hard. Nalini saying it is sexy as fuck. I'm going to have to reread that because I forgot it. I also, remember. the other one in that series was... They're all like another, something, something hard. hard. Like, something yeah. hard. And it was about the gardener. Do you remember that one? He's like a landscaper and she's a oh, teacher. Yeah. I, she's like staring at him out the window and he's like got no shirt on. He's like sweating while doing yard work. That book is also spicy and really good. So oh, they, treat yourself. Treat yourself, my friends. So you got rock addiction, rock courtship rock hard and rock redemption also rock wedding oh wait maybe i think it's rock hard is the one i'm thinking of who gets married sarah smith oh yeah it is rock hard i just saw the cover and it's like a guy holding a rugby ball you don't see his eyes and he's wearing a suit but the tie is undone the suit is undone and the white button down is undone and you see his like chest while holding a rugby ball Anyways, it's great. It's great. <laughs> you just should read it. it. You should read it. <laughs> uh, anyway, Cherish all right. Heart. So let's, Cherish let's, Heart is the one with the landscaper. Yes. Okay. Um, let's wrap this up. So Let's wrap it up. In conclusion. Sorry, in Marta. Conclusion. <laughs> Sorry, Marta. Girl, you've given us some good recommendations, and this one did not hit my spot. This one did, but the other one. one you did did hit. The other one was good. If you guys would like to give us recommendations of books that we should read on the podcast, um, please do. You can do it. Uh, we check our DMs on Instagram, our comments on Instagram or TikTok. Um, you can make us a TikTok or Instagram and tag us in it and ask us to read something. You can join Patreon um, and just get a direct line straight into our brains. Um I will say that we do try to listen to everyone. I will say that our patrons, like obviously we prioritize because you guys are the best. Um, But we do try to try to pick and choose from all kinds of recommendations. At this point, we just want to read good shit. Also, Johnny, I have to tell you one last thing before I hop off. Um, I always get excited when we recommend a book and then someone loves it. Like it makes me so happy. And we have been talking about your dad will do for like years on the podcast. It comes up every now and then because I'm not like into daddy kink in real life and nor am I really into it in books. But Your Dad Will Do by Katie Robert was one of the first things I ever read by her. And it is a novella and it is the steamiest shit in the whole world. Like panty dropping just like start to finish i mean page five you're in it to win it all the way through to the end and cheyenne thank you for messaging me also i apologize if i said your name wrong but thank you for messaging us on instagram i'm so happy that you liked it uh if you guys haven't read that one also it is worth it it is hot it was a good time time. time. anyway send us some recommendations so we can get nasty with y'all 
Hell yeah. And until next time, may your books be your lover. And your hand your best friend. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.